Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. This week's real estate market data includes the Memorial Day holiday, and while Mortgage rates ratcheted back below 7% from a week prior. Maybe because of the holiday, the home sales did, rate did not pick back up this week. The rate of newly pending home sales fell by 5% this week. That number should rebound with next week's report after the holiday. But it, it remains to be seen whether mortgage rates at nearly 7% are really any better for home buyers than rates just over 7%. Uh, this week really contrasts with the trends of the last few months. Home buyers have been at the ready for any opportunity. I was talking with a mortgage lender colleague this week, and his observation was all of all the pent up demand out there for homes. It's like we have uh, all this shadow demand that is just waiting for new selection to arrive, or maybe any crack in affordability. If you recall, one of the persistent bearish arguments over the years for housing is that we have shadow inventory of sellers who are ready to sell but aren't yet selling. This, but this is really shadow demand, and it's maybe a more apt description of what we're seeing right now. Uh, there, there are, these are potential buyers waiting for any new inventory or for rates to drop or prices to drop. And when they do, these buyers are ready to pounce. Um, this is why we, we, we call it shadow demand. Like it doesn't show up in things like mortgage purchase applications, but it's out there and it's actually reasonably well financed. It's ready to act. In fact, our friends at uh, John Burns Real Estate Consulting pointed out uh, that May was a, quote, phenomenal month for new home sales. And you don't have phenomenal sales months without underlying demand looking for those homes to buy. Every week, of course, Altos Research tracks every home for sale in the country. We analyze all the pricing, all the supply and demand, and all the changes in that data, and we make it available to you before you see it in the traditional channels. Uh, that's why you know, we're looking in the data and we see evidence of this surprising level of homebuyer demand, even if it took a little pause this holiday week. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos Research. Let's look at the data as we roll into June 2023. There are 436,000 single family homes on the market across the U.S. now. That's uh, up just a fraction of a percent from last week. Very few active sellers. Inventory is now just 16% more homes on the market than last year at this time. We started 2023 with about 70% more homes on the market than the year prior. And now it's just 16% more. Inventory grew by 0.7% this week, 70 basis points. And it's just about precisely what the forecasting model expected for the holiday week. The model expects 3% inventory growth for each of the next three weeks. This is the peak of the spring inventory should be right now. But at the constricted pace we've been facing all year, 
the model's actually been con consistently overestimating. This tells us that by mid-July, we'll have negative year-over-year -year inventory growth. Fewer homes on the market this July than, the, than a year ago. And one observation is that shrinking inventory year-over-year -year is generally associated with rising home prices another year out. So that actually bodes mildly bullish for home prices in 2024. You can see the uh, slope of the, the, the shape of the curves here in this chart. The dark red line is the weekly inventory of unsold single-family homes this year. Uh, last year, inventory was increasing 5, 6, 7% per week. That's the light red line in this chart. And it seems very unlikely that we have any surge in inventory coming for us this year. And when supply is so constricted, that's why home prices, home prices in the future are well supported. By the way, next Thursday, June 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific, we have our monthly hour-long webinar. Uh, in this one, we'll deep dive on when inventory might finally turn the corner. Uh, we will explore the concept of mortgage rate lock-in and whether lower rates would, would help us see more inventory. Um, spoiler, no. Uh, they, there's a link to register for that webinar in the description below. Uh, click that to reserve your spot. These are limited to 1,000 attendees. Uh, each month we get far more interest in that. So click that, reserve your spot now, and then join us next Thursday, June 15th. Uh, while there are 436,000 single-family homes on the market, there are now 402,000 single-family homes in contract. The rate of sales is slowly climbing and closing the gap from last year. There are 13% fewer homes in contract now than last year at this time. At the start of the year, we had 35% fewer homes than the year prior in contract. So during the pandemic, we had this crazy uh, condition with more homes in contract that at any given moment than were active on the market. That trend changed last year when demand cooled and inventory increased. Uh, that, uh, that got us closer to normal levels where inventory is much greater than, than those impending. But since demand has increased this year and supply is so restricted, we're getting closer again to having more homes pending than those for sale. And so if you're still in the camp that thinks there is no demand for homes, and then this is a really notable trend. This trend took a pause in the last two weeks with the, with the holiday and the mortgage jump but I expect it to resume in next week's report with more, we'll have more listings and more pendings, but the, the number, that gap closing in the next week. Uh, in this chart, the, the height of the dark bars is the total count of homes in contract, the contract pending stage, and the light bar is the total inventory. And you can see how the pendings volume is approaching that total inventory again. There are, there were only 64,000 new contracts for single-family homes this week. So in the dark red line is this year, and you can you can really see the sales rate down for the holidays. That happens every Memorial Day. Uh, this week uh, was also a week when mortgage rates are still clo very close to 7%. So purchases have not yet rebounded um, from last week's uh, drop. So the, the it's June. And it's very likely 
that next week's report will see a rebound in that new contract volume. And you can see the jump last year in the light red line. Even when, in retrospect, we know that demand was slowing dramatically at that time. You still get this jump in June, right? This is when people buy homes. So uh, that volume, the sales volume, peaks in June. So the details I will be looking for are whether 7% mortgage is an actual threshold, and if we're at 6.9%, people are buying. Um, it's hard to imagine a big, big jump in purchases, even though rates are down from that spike 10 days ago. But as I mentioned, uh, we can anecdotally see that shadow demand. So home buyers are just waiting for that opportunity. So maybe a 20 basis point drop in mortgage rates is part of the opportunity. Um, the, the price of the homes in contract ticked down this week to uh, we're currently at the seasonal peak. So that's not, not totally a surprise. The median price of single family homes pending contract is $384,000. That's down a, a fraction from last week and is 1.5% below last year at this time. And you can see how the in June, the dark red line from this year will probably be able to catch the light red line from last year in June or July, really July probably. Uh, home sales are down. Home sales prices are down just a touch from last year. And they uh, they adjusted down quickly in October and July and again in October last year. So if mortgage rates stay at or above 7%, we could see those prices fall again and that demand curve way back like it did last year and finish. We could see 2023 finish with home prices down for the year. It seems, though, that the consensus for mortgage rates is that the spreads will compress on the 10-year and therefore mortgage rates will fall to you know, maybe even as low as 5.5%. I don't predict mortgage rates, so I don't know if that'll happen. But if it does happen, we, it feels like this shadow demand will jump in quickly and that keeps, definitely keeps a floor on, on home price adjustments just as it did in the first half of this year. So... Any opportunity for of inventory or price changes are really encouraging for those buyers who have been sitting on the sidelines. Across the country, the median price of single-family homes is $450,000 right now. That's unchanged from last week. The market has a tendency to sit at the big round numbers as psychological barriers, so we get a large number of properties that price around that same level. 450K is actually unchanged from last year at this time. If you look at all the homes on the market today, they're priced exactly where they were a year ago. Uh, I expect that red line to stay at this plateau for a few weeks and probably dipping at the 4th of July holiday. And with the newly listed cohort this week, that's the light red line, we know there are not that many new listings. They were priced at $414,900 this week. That's down last week. It's 3% lower than last year at this time. It's not falling dramatically, but it's the peak time for the year and will start ticking down in June and definitely in July. The uh, last leading indicator here of demand that we're going to cover today is the price reductions. Just over 30% of the homes on the market have had a price cut, 30.3%. This is a totally normal level, just, and it's just uh, 10 basis points higher than, than last week. Uh, this time of year, price reductions are normally accelerating much more quickly than they are right now. 
Uh, but this year, because inventory is so restricted and demand has re remained sufficient all year, very few sellers have had to cut their prices. The seasonal changes were late coming this year. Inventory usually bottoms in January or February. And this year, inventory kept falling until mid-April. Therefore, you can expect the price reductions to be on the rise more slowly too later in the year. Houses have to be in the market for a few weeks or months before, with no offers before they choose to do a price reduction. So we will see price cuts tick up in June and July, but, we, but not until we've actually surpassed or underpassed the levels of 2018, 2019, and 2022 last year. So basically by the third quarter, we will have fewer price cuts than any year except the two peak crazy pandemic years. So that's what I mean by how we can see this shadow demand. As soon as the opportunity comes in, buyers are there. And just a reminder, we have our, uh, our June webinar next week, Thursday, June 15 at 10 a.m. Pacific. We'll be looking at all the local markets, all the inventory, when we'll finally get some inventory, when will that possibly be? Uh, we'll look at what we can already see in the data for the second half of the year. And we'll actually have another week of data with rates at this close to 7%. So we'll see if we can see that, that change in demand, the, the new pendings, if we can see that as temporary or if it's cratering homebuyer demand for the second half of the, did, of the year like it did last year. Anyway, there's a link in the description below. Click that to join us. Reserve your spot. These are limited to 1,000 attendees. So click that to reserve your spot now. If you need to communicate about the housing market to buyers and sellers right now, you should join us for that. Uh, you can go to altosresearch.com, book a free consult with our team. Let's look at your local market and how to use real estate market data in your business today. All right, see you next week.